Uh, let me just start by giving us the anchor scriptures that we'll be looking at this year, 2018. Many of us that may not know, let me say it again. Our theme for the year 2018 is new foundations. Praise the Lord. New foundations. And I believe, I'm believing God that God will begin to lay new foundations in every area of our life in the name of Jesus. Wherever the foundations are not right, God will begin to correct them in Jesus' mighty name. Please, can you uh, put my message on the screen, please? So the first scripture I have for us is 1 Corinthians 3. Please note it down. 1 Corinthians 3, 11 to 15. 1 Corinthians 3, 11 to 15. That is an anchor scripture for us this year. And when I say anchor scriptures, when I say anchor scripture, it means that in every of our teaching this year, we want to be able to link it back to one of the scriptures. It says, I will read it from here. 1 Corinthians 3, 11 to 15. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear for the day we declare it. Because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work. Of what sort it is. If anyone which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is born, he will suffer loss. But he himself will be saved. Yet so as through fire. So the foundation we are laying this year, by the grace of God, we are going to be referencing the Lord Jesus Christ a lot. Because no other foundation can be laid apart from the one that's laid. It's Jesus Christ. So our reference in our teachings, we focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Focus on the kingdom of God. So the Bible says, you seek ye first the kingdom of God and what? His righteousness and every other thing shall be added unto us. Praise the Lord. And the second scripture is from Matthew 7. Matthew 7, 20-29. Matthew 7, 20-29. It says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? And then I will declare, cast out demons in your name, and do many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears this saying of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the wind blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears this saying of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, 
and, and it fell, and great was his fall. And so it was when Jesus had ended this saying that the people were astonished at his teachings, for he taught them as one having authority and not as described. Praise the Lord. You know, when our brother was leading us in prayer, the prayer he prayed for us is that our strength will not fail in what? In the days of adversity. And that's our prayer this year. But God is going to be encouraging us that we will not just be doing church this year, but we actually follow the word of God. Praise the Lord. That's what we are saying this year. That we do not want to just be calling Lord, Lord, Jesus, Jesus Christ. No. Do what he says. Do his will. Not just by the word of mouth, but by everything that you do. You will not just be doing church this year in the name of Jesus Christ. God will grant you the grace to obey his word. In Jesus' mighty name. I didn't hear your amen. amen. Brethren, if you are expecting too much of enemy prayer this year, you will hear it from me. Because I want us to pray for ourselves. Hello? Pray for yourself. Pray that you make it to the end. Praise the Lord. The Bible says to me that if the way of a man pleases the Lord, what happens? He will make what? His enemy. To do what? To be at peace with him. So my focus is who? Me. Me. I want us to focus on ourselves. And not only hear the word, but be the doer of the word. This year. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. And then, the last scripture we'll be looking at, we'll be referencing the anchor scripture this year, is Psalm 11, verse 3. And I want us to read it together. Let's put it on the screen. Psalm 11, verse 3. It says, one to go. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? That's the question that will be answering this year as well. Praise the Lord. I pray the Lord Almighty will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Today, by the grace of God, we are looking at thanksgiving, thanksgiving as a foundation of our faith. Thanksgiving as a foundation of our faith. You know, during the crossover nights, for those of us that were here, I tried to describe what foundation means to us. And I said, I could recall, that foundation, if you look at it in form of, 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 of a building, is like the building block. The weight bearer. You know, the foundation bears the weight of the whole building. So, before you build on a particular foundation, you look at the strength of that foundation. And say, what load can this foundation carry? You know, what's the carrying capacity of the foundation? So, if you want to build very tall, you design the foundation to be as strong enough to carry the load you're going to take. There are some places in the world that because of the, uh, the substructure in that area, the art environment, they have to build to withstand a uh, earthquake. Praise the Lord. So they are building such that when there's earthquake, the building can actually do what? Can move. You know? They are designed to make sure that when those events happen, you know, they can withstand it. So foundation for a building is like a building structure, it's a building, building, building block. It's, it determines how far that building can go. 
determines the kind of the, 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 the weight it can carry. And if you look at it on other, on other, on other issues as well, foundation can be seen as the basis of something. The basis for which you develop something. The basis of which you are doing what you are doing. You know? The principle behind it. The principle behind it. So, if, 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 you, if you have faith in something, the basis of that faith, for example, what, what, is the, what is the link between your faith and what you are doing? You know, what led, what, what led you to it? And then if you say thanksgiving now, what is the basis of your thanksgiving? Why are you giving thanks? And if that foundation is strong enough, if that basis is strong enough, you will know that no matter what comes your way, you will see the what? Give thanks. You will appreciate that scripture that this says, in all things, do what? Give thanks. You will not be like uh, the wife of Job. Let's say, what are you still honoring yourself with God for? Just cause God and do what? Die. But Job understood that his thanksgiving is not just because of what he had. It's because of who? Who God is to him. So whether even when he does not have, or things are not going right for him, he still honored God. Praise the Lord. You know, when I was young, you know, growing up in Nigeria, in the 70s and early 80s, but there are some things I learned from in my environment. I'll show you some, some, of, some, of some pictures now. Can I show you some pictures? Some of us are very familiar with these pictures. You know? Can you? Do you remember these pictures? Praise the Lord. How many of us have been to this kind of truck before? You have first had it before. I cast some studies, yeah. You know, they have, they have first had this truck before. Some of you are posing, eh? <laughs> I've entered it before. You know, it's, it's part of our development. Praise the Lord. Can you show another one? You know? What are they What What are they doing? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can you show me another one? Let's, I, I, I have two other, two other ones there. I want to bring up something here. What is written on that, on that car? On that truck? Eh? No condition is what? It's permanent. You know, these are Bed, Bedford Mami Wagon. That's what they call those days. Eh? And then this one. No food for all. Praise the Lord. But what I'm trying to bring out is that in those days, you are not, these, these vehicles are not just carrying load. They're carrying what? Messages. Messages. And I could recall there are so many things I've read in those vehicles. Particularly in my language. They write it in several, you no, know, trying to communicate something to you. And one of them I can remember for this part of this message, he, say, he says, I will, I will interpret it. Say, which means, if you know how to think, you will know how to do what? To appreciate God. How many of us know how to think here? Just go ahead and thank God for all. Some minutes, just appreciate God for your life. 
If you know how to think, you will not be looking at the supervision. What is happening around you? You appreciate God for what He's doing in your life. Praise the Lord. To me, thanksgiving connotes two things. When you give thanks, it connotes two things. It represents two things in you. First is that you acknowledge an action. You acknowledge something has happened. And the second is that you don't have lots of what? Memory. Those two things are very important in Thanksgiving. If you can acknowledge what God has done for you, it is not by my power, it's not by my might, it's by the grace of God. You will thank God. Do you think it's everybody that went to bed ill and lady that, that woke up? No. No. So when you wake up in the morning, what is that come after? That should come from your mind's words? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's not just an oral statement. It's an acknowledgement. Because when you sleep, you are unconscious of every other thing around you. Anything could have happened. David embodies an example of somebody that knows, understands, and acknowledges God in his life. He acknowledged God in his life. In many of his ways, no, God was faithful to him. God was kind to him. Even when his parents were, you know, not aware of his, his absence. When an important thing was happening in their house. How many of us we feel bad when something good is coming to your house? Let me say the president of the nation is coming to your house. And they say, bring all your children. Go and greet me. And you forget one child. How would that have feel like? What is the meaning of this? But his parents forgot him. But God did not forget David. God did not forget him. God called him to wait for him. Even when the king of the nation, King Saul, mobilized the resources of the old nation against him to destroy him, God stood for him. God was with him, defended him. God raised somebody even from the household of Saul to be someone that will speak on his behalf, that we that we work for him, help from unusual places. That was what David was receiving, and that was why he said in Psalm eight, verse four. Psalm eight, verse four. David said, "What is man that thou?" And mindful of him. And the son of man. That that visited him. Praise the Lord. So thanksgiving. Start with acknowledging God in your life. Acknowledging his grace in your life. And so far that you can acknowledge God in your life. You will have no reasons. Not to give thanks. And if you think deeply. And realize that there are some people who are out there who have not even heard about Christ before. 
Or you think even deeper and realize that somebody loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son and gave him to you. Jesus Christ. That by him you will not only live, you will have eternal life. That he was not only thinking about your life here on earth, he was only thinking about your life thereafter. You will appreciate it. So it's not because of what you have alone. It's, only, it's also because of what he has given you that no one else can give you. The gift of his son. So when you think deep about that, you will not be talking about what you don't have. Or you will not forget who he is in your life. The thanksgiving will come out from your mouth every day. Not only from your heart, from your heart. So if you understand that foundation of thanksgiving, that the reason you are giving thanks is not something that you can, you can, no, just forget about. No. It's what God has done for you thousands of years ago. When you knew him not, he cared about you. So that will drive your thanksgiving. But if you base your thanksgiving on what are the things that he daily provides for you, then that foundation is not strong enough. Not strong enough. Because when the wind blows, then you may struggle to even inspire why you need to give thanks. You may struggle. But when you are connected to that root of salvation, salvation, then you will be like Job, who despite all the challenges he was facing, he still remember that he needs to give thanks to the Lord Almighty. Let me paint a picture for you here. You see, it's like somebody coming to you, giving you two gifts. One was a gift of a completed house. A completed house. This is your house I'm giving to you. And the other was just a gift of $100. Hello? And you keep thanking him for $100. Ah, thank you for the $100. Thank you for the $100 you're giving me. And you never for once thank him for the house. Is that an abnormality? That's abnormal. Because the most important thing, you are not thanking him for it. You've forgotten it. What is less important, what is less valuable, is what you are attaching importance to. The gift of salvation is so much that you cannot just discontinue it. And if you attach your thanksgiving for this reason, then you will never cease thanking God. No matter what comes your way. No matter what challenges may be. Thanksgiving will never cease in your mouth. Because that, thans, that, that gift is not only for your present life. It's for your eternity. Are you, are you getting me? Praise the Lord. So you need to understand you know, the driver for Thanksgiving. When you understand that and you are saved 
and you are connected to him, then, no matter what you are going through, no matter what challenges may be, you will see the giving thanks. Then that scripture will make meaning to you. That says, in every thing, do what? Give thanks. That's like the that says, give thanks, we the grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ. Give thanks. Oh yes, give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks. Because he's given Jesus Christ. Let our weak say, I am strong. Let our poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for all. That song is talking about who? Jesus Christ. That is the core reason of our thanksgiving. It's the core reason. And if you have Christ, you have hope. And thanksgiving should not be difficult for you. And what you don't, what we don't recognize as well, sometimes because we have refused to acknowledge God, or God knew our heart and know what we can do, sometimes something that we should even have, we don't have it. We look at the book of Judges. Judges of the Seven. Judges of the Seven. You know, failure to give thanks or to acknowledge God can be a limitation to what God can give to you. Judges 7, from verse 1. The Bible says, Then Jerubabah, who is Gideon, and all the people that were with him, rose up early and pitched beside the well of Aaron, so that the most of the Midianites were on the north side of them. By the hill of Marah in the valley. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the millionaires to their hands. Lest Israel found themselves against me, saying, My own hand at what? Save me. That means they will not acknowledge what God has done. Is there by power? Failure to acknowledge God in your life. It's a limitation to what you can receive from him. So thanksgiving comes with what? First of all, acknowledging God. And acknowledging him. As a Lord and pastor. <coughs> so if you, if you have not given your love to Christ, if you have not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you have not started at all. You are like the man that had was given hundred dollars and a, a big house and started thanking people for hundred dollars. You can be lacking to that man. So the starting point for your thanksgiving is your submission to God. Say, Lord, I accept you as my personal savior. If this year you have not done that, brethren, that foundation is not there yet. That foundation 
needs to be laid. Your personal relationship with God. Your personal conversion to Him. And receiving Him, accepting Him as a person is the starting point of that thanksgiving. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The second point I said, time, is memory. Loss of memory. If you don't lose your memory, if you remember, then you will acknowledge God in your life. That's what I said that's before. He that knows how to do what? Think. We know how to give thanks. Praise the Lord. Because sometimes we are so preoccupied with what we don't have. And we forget what we have. In fact, those things we have, we don't see it as a privilege. We see it as what? As a right. But some people don't have that as a right. Some people cannot enter their car as you enter your car. Somebody has to carry them in. They need special vehicle to carry them in. Some people cannot see as you can see. They have eyes. They cannot see. You want to go to the washroom, you go to the washroom and you come out easily. Some people cannot do that. They start thinking. When they start feeling the bowels, they start thinking, how will I do it today? Do you know that? They start thinking. And you go there, just say, mm -hmm, and come out. You think it's easy? I'm telling you the truth. Some cannot do that. They start thinking. I've told you before, I've seen somebody in this category. In fact, I've seen more than one person now. As he's walking on the street, he carries a big, a small oxygen. Within. He cannot breathe the same air you and me breathe. That's to be purified air. And that, that cylinder has to be filled every time. That's what you have to do. Thank, thank God for your, your life. Thank the Lord for your life. Because sometimes we don't recognize what God has done for us. We are so forgetful. We are so forgetful. You know, I, I was... Thank you, Jesus. If you look at the life of the children of Israel, the reason why many of them did not make it to the, to the, to the promised land was because of loss of memory. They quickly forget what God has done for them. And they are so conscious of the things they need now. These people forgot that when the Lord descended on one night on the, on the people of Egypt and killed their firstborn, they were spared. Nothing happened to their own children. They forgot as well that this man, part, this God parted the Red Sea for them. And they saw Pharaoh and his host perish in the Red Sea. They forgot. But they yet complaining every time. Every time. Every, every little thing. They forgot as well that when they were living in Egypt, they, they left with a the loot. Am I right? They were giving them gifts. They left with the loot. Gold, everything. Do you know what they did with that gold? Eh? They used it to make what? A calf! 
in God. And that's what is happening today. God bless us with something and we begin to worship that what God has blessed us with. And forget who has given us that thing. That was exactly what they did. God gave them those resources. And right there in the wilderness, when Moses went to pray, what did they do? They started collecting those things. Bring your gold. Bring your jewelries. And they made a calf for themselves. Worshipping God, what God has blessed them with. Loss of memory. They keep complaining. When they give them bread, say, it's only bread we'll be eating. In Egypt, what are we eating? We are eating what we like. As a slave. They forgot as well that they, were, they are no longer in bondage. They, are, they were free. I keep telling people, you know, the reason why God did not choose any of those who were slaves to, 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 to free them from slavery is because none of them has really experienced what it means to be what? To be free. He had to take Moses to the palace so that Moses understood what freedom means. His psyche, his psyche is not a slave psyche. No. He knew what it means so he can fight for freedom. But all these people, they have been born slave. They never knew what it means to be free. So any little pressure, they said, let's go back to where? Egypt. But Moses knew what it means to be free. We are not going back. Where God is taking you to, nobody will stop you. In the name of Jesus. In this year, 2018, I repeat, where God is taking you to, nobody will stop you in the name of Jesus Christ. So don't, 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 don't lose your memory about what God has done for you. Praise the Lord. Because you have come this far, not by your power, but by who? By the grace of God. By the grace of God. There is a milestone you have achieved today. Others are looking to achieve it. They, are, they started before you, but up to now they are still struggling at it. You are in this part of the world today. Are you the only one that applied? Hello? Are you the one that applied? Thousands applied. Millions applied. You got admission to the university. Is it because you are the best student? No. Many applied for that. They had money. They had resources. They were not given. Praise the Lord. So you have to acknowledge God in your life. And don't lose memory. When you acknowledge God, and you, you have not lost your memory, you will know how to thank God. You will know how to appreciate God. You will know how to give it back to Him. So many of us are here today that you have not forgotten what God has done for you. And you are acknowledging God in your life. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. And begin to praise God. Appreciate Him. For who He is in your life. For the salvation of your soul. For getting you out. Of the miracle of sin. And sending you to a path to eternal life. I will say when you need him not. He gave himself for you. He gave himself for you. That's him. Of the goodness of Jesus. 
and all he has done for me my very soul Sasha hallelujah praise God for saving now I want to do something this morning please your eyes, eyes closed I said before, Thanksgiving starts on acknowledging him as a personal savior. If you are here, you have not even acknowledged him. You have not given your life to Christ. You have not started at all. It's like thanking God for 10 cobalt when you are, he has given you $1,000. If you have not given your life to Christ, I want to give you an opportunity this morning. You want to say, Lord, I want you as my personal Lord and savior. I want to acknowledge the work of salvation you have done in my life. I want to give you a lot of Christ. I want to lift up your hands to the Lord Jesus Christ. Not to any man. Not to any man. You want to give a lot of Christ. I can see that hands. I can see that hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I want to thank you, Father, for your children that I commit it to you today, Lord Jesus. It's the first Sunday of the year. Lord, they started with you this year. And throughout their lifetime, granted the grace to be recognized in your household. Lord, the change I'm making today, Lord Jesus, make it an everlasting one for them. Let them not be dissuaded. The grace to live above every business insane that we want to bring them down again. Lives upon them. In the name of Jesus. Have your way in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Please, for those of you that raise up your hand, please see me in the pastor's office after, after service. I want to talk to you. Praise the Lord. It's time for us.